All right, Nelson, Braveheart. Have you seen it? Yes, it's one of my favorites. Freedom! Okay. Rocky. Next question. (laughs) Oh, because it's so obvious, because I wouldn't watch Die Hard or... All right, I'll give you one more. Seven. I have seen it. Ooh. Wow. Brad Pitt. Nelson. One of my favorites, Memento. I have seen it. Oh, wow. Wow. One that you need to watch multiple times. Indeed. Requiem. Oof, this one makes you feel like crap afterwards. Requiem for a Dream. I don't think so. I don't think I've ever heard that of movie. That movie makes you feel like ass afterwards, though. Inception. Seen it. Man. All right. All right. He's no. making this harder than I thought it was going to be. Kill Bill. Have not seen it. There we go. There's one we can one put or on two. Those. I know there's two. Oh, well, we'll just we're, we're gonna put well, it as a technically yeah. it's one movie, but right. Tarantino had to split it in half because it was so right. long. Oh, uh, Pulp Fiction. I've seen it. Res- Reservoir Dogs. I have not seen it. There's a good. That's one. a good one. Put it on the list. And then uh, Tarantino. What? What about? Um, I mean, those would be the two for no, sure. Um, Inglorious Bastards is awesome. Seen it. And then Django Unchained. Seen them both. All right, cool. All right, there you go. Now. All right, if you have a, uh, a movie suggestion for Nelly, uh, we want to hear about it. 608-321-1670. So far, some of the top hits. Raiders of the Lost Ark, Terminator 2, Top Gun, Die Hard, Kill Bill, and Reservoir Dogs. If you have a, a suggestion for a movie, uh, feel free to share it with us. 608-321-1670. All right, we are in to the final matchups. Of round two, West Regional. Top seed Gonzaga taking on the nine seed Colorado. Five seed Penn State taking on the four seed Oregon. Wisconsin's opponent, according to ESPN and the BPI Stimulated National Championship, the six seed BYU taking on the three seed Seton Hall. And rounding out this bracket, the seven seed, excuse me, the 10 seed Xavier taking on the two seed San Diego State. Those four matchups voting underway at Zone Madison. Yes, indeed. All right. Uh, so, what was we have this also open-ended question? What was the first? What was your first reaction uh, when you heard the Packers were signing Devin Funches? Mine literally was, "This guy's still in the league," and it was a combination of that, and I can't believe he's 25 years old. I thought he was like 30, and I couldn't believe he was in the league. I forgot about him. That was my that was my initial reaction. Same, uh, and got, that he was on the Colts. Yeah, the the I thought it was a misprint, like you know that you know they always put it like a it's like a little like football card, like a baseball card, like signed, and it was a, it said Packers and it said uh, Devin Funches and it has a picture in a Colts uniform. I'm like, well, that's not right. Yeah. I'm like, somebody screwed up the graphic. Was he on the Panthers? Right, because I always thought of him on the Panthers. So my first reaction was a combination of I didn't even ever know he was on the Colts. And that he was only 25. Like, he he really feels like uh, he's been around. Like, I, I again, I was, like, kind of almost mad. <laughs> like, why would you sign, like, a 30-year-old wide receiver? That's I, yeah, that's exactly what I'm I thought. I'm like, there's, this is the most rich wide receiver draft maybe ever. And you're going to go out and get a 30-something wide receiver. Then I click on his bio and it says he's only 25, and I'm like, God, how has this guy only been around for five, four or five years? I do like it, though, that you, this right here, his career high was eight touchdowns in 2017, and uh, he posted 63 catches for 840 yards. That's nice, right? Yeah. 
But then you go back and look, well, he was he only played one game last year. He broke his collarbone. But we've we've known other guys in the Green Bay Packers that have broken collarbones and still played at a pretty high level, right? I think his name's Aaron Rodgers. Does that sound right? Uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, yep. So, and then you look at his stats. This right now makes him the second most, like, the second best wide receiver on the Packers roster, right behind Devontae Adams. Well, I was just going to say, I'll ask both you guys, and we'll open up the phone, 608-321-1670. I mean, is this guy, does he instantly, even though he hasn't played in a year, and, you know, he's coming off an injury, Is does this guy step in as of now and instantly become the second best wide receiver in Green Bay? Yes, hands down. I don't know who else would be taking the throne for second best right now. Uh, you know, it'd be Valdez, Scantling, Geronimo, Lazard, or Kumro. I think those guys would be, what, fifth best on any other team? Fourth best? <laughs> Some would not even make a roster. Some would be, yeah, lucky to be fourth or fifth best. Uh, what do you think, Nelson? Is just Jevin, and this is pre-draft, pre, you know, you get into camp and maybe a veteran guy gets released on another team and you scoop him up. But as of right now, do you think Devin Funches is the second best wide receiver on the Packers roster? Based on pedigree, history, ability, yes. And it, I think it's really the, they only have three guys that probably should be on the roster. <laughs> and that's Devontae Adams, obviously now Devin, Devin Funches, Funches, and Alan Lazard. Yep. Well, I would say this. I saw a whole, by the way, 608-321-1670, Packer fans, our phone number. I saw this, that a lot of people say the comparison that – that he's just a better version of Geronimo Allison and that there's no way the Packers are going to keep Geronimo Allison. This, this was basically a move to replace Geronimo Allison and that, that he, you know, he, he will be the number two outside threat. Uh, maybe you draft a slot receiver, you try Valdez Scantling there, but that Geronimo Allison's days are, are well, done. I still don't know what that means for like Lazard, Kumaro, and others, but I, I would say Geronimo Allison at this point is probably left out. How trip, many trip years has, has it felt like Geronimo Allison, you're like waiting for him to break through and have just that, that moment where he's going to become something? I uh, feel like it's been three years. Yeah, then, it's been time. And time when, enough. And then when you watch him, it looks like a, like a baby giraffe was just born. You know how they can, <laughs> the, legs, the legs wobble and they can't Yeah, stand. like what did, what did people call him? Like oh, his nickname? Man. Drip Drop. Drip Drop? Well, he only remembered the second half. And drop. That was drop. You know why they call him Drip Drop, right? Yeah, I've seen the the, the tweets. tweets. I'm not. I can't repeat it on air, but go Google it if you uh, want a little <laughs> chuckle. I, I just okay. Well, then okay. So if we all agree, and I by the way, I completely agree with you guys. Yes, he's instantly the second best wide receiver. Uh, should what we be concerned? Well, you read my mind. <laughs> just, I didn't mean to should step that? On you. Should we be concerned that the Packers' second best wide receiver is a guy that hasn't played in almost two years, and none of the three of us even knew? He was on the the team that we that he came from. No one, I don't think anyone literally said his name about free agency no, from no, us to like to, nas- to national media. Um, well, if you if you want to, you know, look glass half full, the Packers did make it one game away from the Super Bowl without Devin that, Funches. That's, that's a great point. So the fact that they now have Devin Funches, there's an upgrade. Uh, we do. Hey, I mean, look, he he was a good player with early on with with Carolina, but that's like saying Cam Newton was a good player four years ago. Would you want Cam Newton now if you're a team? No, you can't find a job. I just I don't know what this dude's got left. Maybe he's 25. Right. Maybe that's, we're making too big a deal out of. I mean, people get injured. Aaron Rodgers basically missed an entire year with a broken collarbone. Yep, that's true. Um, maybe we're making too big a deal out of it. You look um, at two years ago. You said it. He had almost a thousand yards. He had eight touchdowns and 63 receptions. If he does good. that. 
we'll freaking love this guy next yeah, year. Yeah, we'd bow down to him. Uh, a couple messages here. Todd on Facebook. The question is, what was your first thought when you saw the Packers sign Devin Funches? Todd says, he must not be asking for much money. <laughs> um, Queso says, oh, okay. And then uh, Nelly's boy, Adam Schrader, says, hey, not bad, not bad. It's kind of a mixed bag right now. My my thing was just I thought the dude was old. I thought he was yeah, thirty years I, old. I just he's twenty five and he's he can't be asking for much money. And so I, my my other thought was where the hell's Robbie Anderson? I want him. Yeah, the irony of of yesterday is that I thought Devin Funches was on the Panthers. I had no idea he was on the Colts. And then I turn around and I see the Panthers sign Robbie Anderson, and I I thought it was basically a swap. Funches for Anderson, and I'm like, really? Like, Carolina just basically traded out Devin Funches for Robbie Anderson. Like, damn you, Packers. Why didn't you take... Because I think we all agree we'd rather have Robbie Anderson than Devin Funches, right? Yes. But again, this is where where the plot thickens, as it were. Devin Funches wasn't even on the Panthers. (laughs) He was on the Colts. Uh, And now the Panthers signing right... Yeah, Robbie Anderson. Well, I just thought it was basically... I was like, damn, Panthers just worked us. We took their, you know, leftover wide receiver, and they went out and get a stud. Yep. Well, turns out Devin Funchess wasn't even on the Panthers. Uh, Chad, welcome to the Joe and Evo Show. Good morning, gentlemen. What's Hello, up, Chad? Chad? How you feeling? Uh, I'm coronavirus-free. That a boy. <laughs> How are you guys feeling? Same. I, I mean, I believe I'm still a, a little. I had a little nervous last night. I had a little upset stomach, but I think I. Sushi, I think you should, you should eat it right away, Chad. I let some sushi sit for a while, but... I, I think it's not not COVID related. I think it's uh, funky sushi related. So I'm good. <laughs> well, I can't imagine the fish is very fresh right now. <laughs> well, I got it for lunch and then I didn't. I forgot that I had it and I was like hungry at like nine o'clock and I crushed a couple rolls and oof. I don't think you sh- you shouldn't eat like leftover sushi. It's the moral of the story. <laughs> you guys should do a things to not eat during. Yeah, the leftover sushi <laughs> is something that doesn't stay well during the during the quarantine. So what do you think, Chad? When you saw Jevin Funches, what was your first reaction? Like, who the hell is this guy? Or no, I, I remember him as a Panther, the same as you. I thought he was still a Panther. I thought he just kind of stunk, but apparently <laughs> he's been injured. <laughs> well, that's that's the he other thing. I mean, he played in one game last. Maybe year. we should be happy, Chad, because yeah, I'm like, I don't even remember this guy. Do we? Maybe we should feel better that we were too hard on the guy. He didn't even play last year. I had no, I don't even remember him getting hurt. I had no idea he was on the Colts. Don't even know he was hurt. I just thought he was like the number two wide receiver on the Panthers and just is coming off a terrible year. Well, hopefully he's not like Charles Rogers and that collarbone is made of glass. But, mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of Mr. Glass, there you go. Good movie. Do you have a movie suggestion for Nelson? We're putting together yeah. the Nelson movie bracket. It's funny you should say that. I was digging through my movies and found uh, Major League Two last night. <laughs> <laughs> Nelson, Nelson, have you seen, seen the Major sequel? League? I've seen Major League Two. Oh, Check that right. off the list. Uh, what, what, how, yeah, what, let's go back to like maybe the the Untouchables. Ooh, yeah, there's a great Ke- the Untouchables. Kevin Costner, nineteen eighty seven. I've actually seen it. Wow, Nelly, wow I'm surprising. He's us. making this harder than I thought. Thank you, Chad. Hey, Chad uh, I have I, a, a suggestion right here. Go ahead. So, my, my brother Doogie. Movies Nelson should watch. Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. I've seen The Shining. Clockwork Orange. Never seen it. Never even heard of it. You'd love it, Nelson. It's about (laughs) brainwashing and all kinds of stuff. It's a good one. Dr. Strangelove. I don't know if Nelson would dig that one. Yeah, it's too too outside. Full Metal Jacket. Oh, I've seen it. 
And then Eyes Wide Shut. Never heard of it. Yeah, you're not a Tom Cruise There's guy. There's no though, way he'd watch that. So out of all those, I'd say Clockwork Orange. Yep, I wrote Clockwork Orange. All right, keep the Nelson movie suggestions coming in. Uh, your reaction to Devin Funches. Good news during all this chaos. Two trillion bucks just got approved. So it looks like you're all gonna be. We're all gonna be getting a check. Well, there's some good news. I can't wait for my $2 trillion check. Come on, bring it on, baby. <laughs> no, it's probably going to be more like a grand or 1200 bucks. Okay. Hey, I was reading some details. Not bad. 1000 up to 3000 depending on who you are. Right. I mean, the, I think the details are still kind of coming This up, so. And this, with the kid credit, too, this will be the one year where it pays off to have a bunch of kids with a bunch of different women like I did. This is finally, <laughs> I'm going to get my payday. There you See, go, I've Miller. been paying them for the last 16 years. About time my ass gets paid. And then you'll have to give that money you got right back to him. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Artie Hall, thanks for hanging on. Welcome to the Joe and Ebo Show. <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop that, Joe. That was hilarious. <laughs> What's up, Artie? Hey, Artie, you know, I mean, I knew there would be a time when I'd get paid off on having these kids, and it took a worldwide pandemic for me to make money off my kids. So I'm getting a big-ass check. What are you going to do with your 12 grand? Woo! I, man, that's a good question. Booze. Booze, yeah, probably. Pizza. Uh, I'm gonna buy stocks. Ooh, for P- or for uh, movies. For yeah, Razor. for Rowdy. Yeah. Rowdy, The Great Escape. Oh, what a movie! Oh, Steve can McQueen. You, can you can you whistle the uh, tune for me, Artie? No, that's that's Bridge Over River Kwai. No. Nope. That's Bridge Over River Kwai. Oh, that one. Okay, sorry. Well, okay. How about either one of those, Nelson? Have you seen Bridge Over River Kwai or Great Escape? Nope. Both already, 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 already. Let me ask you, brother. I mean, yeah. I'm not, not going to say where you teach, but as a teacher, uh, I feel like you have to show The Great Escape for like a day in class. Oh, that would be the best week. I could probably assign it right now since everything's online. Well, already, I'll tell you this. In my high school, we had a we had a class called Media Film, and we watched The Bridge Over River Kwai, and then had to do a report on it. We. We had a similar class, and then we just locked the kids up in a prison camp for a week and made them live the experience. Nice. Hell yeah, Artie. Make them do all kinds of chores. That's what I'm talking how, about. How about Radio Flyer? You ever seen that one? I've never even heard of that. Radio Flyer? I mean, Artie, I mean, really the, 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 I mean, you could just be like saying, you know, like, pick any movie, and he's never seen it. Homeward right. Bound. And then I got one, he and Big Joe... And Stump can sit and watch. Oh, talk, well, how tight them. were those three back in the day? Yeah. Honestly, oh, Artie, tighter than your pinky toe to the other toe next to it. I wow, I figured that. Everywhere. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that tobacco farm when Nelson's mom teaching them all up. Been a That's, good old day. It, it, I tell you what, when I was working on the tobacco farm, I was one of these. It's called hard bodies. <laughs> Artie, you still are a hard body, bro. Come on. <laughs> A marshmallow body. <laughs> Hard bodies. That's like, well, Nelson hates 80s movies for some reason. He refuses to watch 80s movies. I will uh, let you know, Artie, what I do with all my money Artie. for all my kids. Artie. Yeah. Do you remember the first movie you saw boobs in? For me, it was Porky's. Well, it depends oh, because we question. used to, we used to on the cable box, you could kind of get it cinematic yeah. and fuzzy. Yeah. You, you, trick, you trick your mind into thinking you saw a boob. Yeah. I think to me it was Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, no, it was Animal House. I was, it, it was Animal it House. It was Porky's first time for I me, boobs. but then when I could finally realize like, how good seeing boobs were, it was Titanic <laughs> in theaters. <laughs> but Porky's yeah. They're bad. like, why do you want to go to Titanic so many times? It's I don't know. 30 man. foot boob. <laughs> Thank you. Well, how about Nelson? Titanic? Is that on your Thanks, list? Thanks, Artie. Thank you, Artie. Have you seen Titanic? 
I have seen Titanic. Wow. So I'm not a, proud of saying that, though. It was a two-parter on VHS, so you'd have two tapes. Yeah, it was a double disc. And on the second VHS tape is where you saw the boobs, mm. and I wore that tape I wore that tape out that right there. Like, why is the tracking not working on this part? I that think the boy. best one you said off-air during the break, Ebo, was Gladiator. And I think everyone has that's ever watched cable has seen Gladiator because it's on, like, every other weekend. Oh my God! If you if you have cable, didn't cut the cord. The movies everyone has probably has all seen: Shawshank Redemption, Gladiator. What else is always on cable TV? Gladiator, Shawshank Redemption, the Batman movies, the Batman, the, and, the, and Batman. The, the original three Star Wars. Yep, original three Star Wars. There's a couple other ones. There's always got to be like a like a Bruce Willis. Oh, one like on. Roadhouse. I mean, Roadhouse has probably been on five million times. Uh, Rocky, but yeah, oh, Rockies are on all the time. But Nelson, the funny thing is, Nelson hasn't seen half of them. Um, all right, keep the uh, uh, one suggestions more. coming and go ahead. For some reason, he's not an Arnold guy. I don't know why. Predator. Talk, you've seen Predator. What? Oh my god! Wow, the body mass alone. Carl Weathers, Jesse the Body Ventura, Arnold Schwarzenegger, dude, body mass central in that movie. That's not creepy or anything. I was going to say, that the Predator does. I feel it's... creeped out right now. I feel violated. I'm six feet away. I still feel violated. Yeah, I just, I don't <laughs> get into a lot of 80 movies. I feel like it's they not didn't 80s. age well. It's, it's, it's called good. Nelson, if it's something good, it stands a test of time. Are you saying You like Godfather? Was... You like Rocky? You like the Rockies? Well, that's the same. Do you think Led Zeppelin or the Beatles or the Rolling Stones were good bands? you think they put out good music? You Overall, like you yes. like Scarface? You like Goodfellas? Like The Godfather? Yeah, all those movies. Those aged well. Some, so, 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 that's why the same these thing. Other that's what I well. said. Do you think you know? Do you think a rolling the Rolling Stones have aged well? Well, look wise, if something's no. yeah, good. Say, look wise, I don't know. Well, that's all. But music wise, yes. Hey, speaking of aged well, we also oh, had yeah, this, we have, yeah, let's what go a way because hey, I got about, a couple coming in. Go ahead, real quick. I'm not a huge Beatle fan. I, I don't it's think the they're Be- that great. Rolling Stones, a million times better than the Beatles. Okay. I mean, that was the great debate for kids growing up in the 60s. Who would you, are you Stones and guy he's the guy, or guy that hates kid? the, apparently hates <laughs> back then. Uh, we said, we put this question out because I thought, we all three thought Devin Funchess was way older than 25. I was stunned to learn he was only 25. So we want to know, name a player that looks or plays way older than he is. You know, it's like the the Purdue 6'9 grinder power forward white guy that's got a receding hairline and looks like he's, you know, your dentist, but he's actually only a sophomore in college. So we have one out of the Lakers, uh, Caruso. A couple of people have met that, uh, yeah. mentioned that, and he's, he's, he's like just in the league. That guy can ball. Uh, I said yeah, Greg that guy's Oden. like, what, 21, 22? Yeah. And he looks like he's like 40-something. Greg Oden is the quintessential yeah, I mean that guy. He 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 came out of the womb and he was had wrinkles. Yeah, I mean like, he had gray he was, hair as a baby. He came out like Benjamin Button. <laughs> like what is this old fetus man? Um, well, I would say in that vein, then Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed. I mean, forgetting about Wallace. he had that that weird gray that weird... tuft from the time he was like twenty, but he just like he looked and played 
like he was old. And who else did you say you thought, like, they don't look old, but they you felt well, like they were there Aaron Kraft felt like Kraft. he was at Aaron Ohio Kraft. State for a decade. A good I'd one. say anyone on the Wisconsin Badgers basketball team feels like they've been there I'd forever. say Brad Davis. I mean, Brad Davison, I know he's been there a long time, but doesn't it feel like Brad, like, how long has dude been here? Mine mine was Demetric Trice. The guy's going to be 24 years old come May. And, yeah, and it's, that's a it's good one. Not that they look old. It's just, it feels like they've been there they've forever. Been there forever. See, the guys that look old but are really young, they're the they're the ones that really like I raised an eyebrow at. Like, how did you hit puberty so fast and so early? Like, isn't that crazy though? Where we talk about college basketball, it's the the air of the one and dones, and guys are out of there by the time they're nineteen. And here's Demetric Trice. Say they play into late March, early April next year, and they're contenders for the national title. He's going to be almost 25 years old. <laughs> That's crazy. So I'll give you I'll That's give unheard you, of. I'll give you one Nelson from your your realm, UFC. How about Junior De Santos? <laughs> the guy's 28. He looks like he's 57. I never would have guessed he's 28. I mean, look at his hairline, look at his face. The oh. guy looks like he's older than my father. He's 14 years, 16 years younger than I am. Oh, Nelson, we had a, b- a good debate about this one when he was first signed last year. No, Junior Dos Santos is 36. What about Zid- th- Well, I'm looking at it all. It's still pretty. Okay, look at the picture of a 30-year-old Junior Dos Santos. Tell me he doesn't look like he's about 60. No, I'll, if you want to talk about UFC, how about you go back and look at uh, pictures and fights of Chuck Liddell when he Oh, my God, Chuck Liddell looks like, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. He, Chuck Liddell has looked, he looked like he's 40-plus he since he was, like, 20. So how That's about this one? one. When we when the Packers signed him last year, Nelson and I were like, dude, how old is this guy? He's 27, but he looks like he's, like, 47. Zadarius Smith. Yes. He looks so old. He's 27. That's a good one. He's 27. Love that guy. That guy looks like he's, like, 42. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had like doesn't no he have like a to 42 kid? year olds does he have a kid that's like eight years old or something like that's he was pretty young when he had his first kid it would make sense if he was 42 and his kid was like eight i feel like we all have like aged years this past week doesn't it feel like it i yeah. feel like i'm like a so like an old man now and then i would another one i would throw out there if you have one 608-321-1670 former bucks head coach jason kidd I mean, Jason Kidd was like balding when he was like a freshman at Cal. <laughs> yes. I remember watching that with him in the March Madness, and I'm like, this guy looks like he's 42 and he's 18. <laughs> Kid. I would put, uh, I played golf with him once. I mean, I mean nice guy, but uh, another one would be Johnny Manziel. I mean, he, he had that receding hairline like his sophomore year at Texas Tech. Or it's Texas lit. A&M. Did, don't, didn't you think Johnny Manziel? I just thought he looked like a troll. <laughs> well, there's that too. Like a little, like, you know, like Ernest Scared Stupid. Like, you'd be like a troll in Ernest Scared Stupid. All right. Uh, tell me about the marble thing while we got a couple minutes. Yeah, I so, want to get back. we got to update the brackets here. I want to get back to Nelson's movie list is now just, uh, you know, it's like remember, go, grown we, exponentially. We, we, we kind of got off the rails on Nelson. I said to you, Miller, earlier, and I didn't abide by what I said, we can't shame him over this. Yeah, more, you're right. You're right. The more we shame him over it, the, the more, more he won't want to watch yeah, it. Yeah, the more pissed off he's going right, to get, the more right. he doesn't want to watch My it. Bad. So don't, Sorry, I apologize, Nelson. But his take on, like, 80s movies not aging well doesn't make sense when he, like, scarf. But we can't pick on him. You're right. We just got to make the list, and the list is what it is. Then we'll bracket it. Yes. All right. So CBS Sports had this very interesting article come out, and uh, I raised an eyebrow because I've heard other people talking about it. I've seen it kind of trending on Twitter as well. Here's the headline. While marble racing's popularity is soaring, while other sports are stopped, marble racing has rolled into the spotlight of the sports world and stolen and stolen headlines. People are like losing their minds and loving marble racing. Now, 
it's exactly what it sounds like. They take marbles, colored different colored marbles, and then they put them in a track. They open up the gates and they race, and you can bet on it. Are we to the point now where we're like that desperate that we're watching marbles race? I I, I didn't know that. I know that the the what is it? The ESPN Ocho. They brought that thing back, right? The, they like, had like the, stone skipping. Right, I saw. and they had like how quick you can like hang a picture, and they had all these because it was like it was a joke out of like what what movie or show was that a joke out of? The ESPN Ocho, but now they oh, dodgeball. dodgeball, dodgeball, right? And now they really did a thing. So I, you I mean, dodgeball. Oh come on! Okay, yeah. good. Oh come on! Yeah. Um, so don't sh- okay, no shame. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's gonna be tough for me. I'm I, working it's on. It's tough for me too. Okay, I no, I have not seen Marvel, but give me an obscure thing. I mean, if people are, I believe people are watching it, and I probably will check it out. So what would be like? I like ESPN's been re-airing all the competitive eatings. Like, would you guys? And I'm not talking about the hot dog because that thing's iconic. Yeah, I'm talking about like a chicken wing contest or a hamburger eating contest or. Matzo balls. They've been putting all the like. Would you guys watch an obscure, a competitive eating show? On, if if you are channel surfing when we're all home today, doing nothing after the show, and you come across the 2002 competitive eating, you know, uh, chicken wing, East Coast chicken. Would you sit there for a half hour and watch guys gorge chicken wings? Because I feel like the marbles is in the same thing. I honestly would rather watch marble racing than competitive eating. To be honest with you, Nelson. Yeah, I think I would go marble racing too. I mean, you know what actually is really kind of fun to watch? I've, d- I've done it from time to time when there's not a ton on. European darts. Dude, those guys get pretty fired up. And they're amazing. Triple 19s, bro, triple twans. That's crazy. So I'm looking at the marble racing back to it. They've had an increase over the past week of 75,000 new subscribers on their social media channels. They are up to 700,000 subscribers on YouTube wow. and over 4 million oh, views. Goodness. 4 million views this week alone. It's Wednesday. This is what marble this is what we have succumbed to because of the stupid ass COVID-19. We're watching and loving marble racing. I well, feel like if we were live in the 1800s, we would be kings right now. Marbles. Um, okay, uh, the Ocho, uh, they played it on Sunday. It was an homage to the fictional ESPN 8 channel featured in, as you guys mentioned, the 2004 movie Dodgeball. This is what Ebo Ocho played on Sunday, uh, a electrician's competition of who could wire a frame of a house fastest, My buddy. stone skipping, a sign spinning contest, and they said they're the one they put in primetime, Marble racing, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Like that competitive house building and competitive cons- like like construction stuff. It was, a, it stuff. was the elect. It was the 2019 National Electricians Championship. They have stuff like who can frame and wire a house yeah. the fastest. Well, I have a of you know my wife, one of his friends, and he's a buddy of mine. His name's Moody. He actually went out. To, there was a big competition, and like you know they do brackets, and they finally did a competition in California, I think it was, and he won like the nation's best like builder when it comes to building and framing houses and stuff. He won it. They like did a huge thing in this like this wasn't the Staples Center or something, but they like framed and built houses, and you had a certain time to do it, and then they grade your work. He won the whole thing in the nation. Unfortunately, it's crazy. He's just a little ahead of his time, right? Well, put it out on the Twitters in honor of marble racing becoming now a huge hit. Give me an obscure activity. 
We can start. I mean, we have a YouTube channel. We have our Twitch. We have our own stuff here, right? Ooh, we we can, had to delete that YouTube. Yeah, channel. Well, we, we got to make a new. All right. Well, we're, we're, okay. Well, let's get that the, was from years ago. Let's get <laughs> the idea, the concept, and then we can. We have the platforms to do it. Ooh. If marble racing's a big event, come up with an idea. I got one real that quick. the Joe and Ebo show can make popular. Go. Those lumberjack games. I, I've been to them. I've been to a couple. Oh, well, on, they, on on Twitch. We know Hart Nelson makes his return and says, Nelson hating on the Beatles is so on brand for Nelson right now. <laughs> yeah, I can rip on it for music. Well, I mean, the movie thing, it's, it is what it is. We got to just let Nelson be on Nelson the movie. Nelson hating today. on the Beatles is so on brand. Uh, all right, 608 321 1670. If marble racing is now popular, what else can we popularize during Some the quarantine? People are into peace and love, others are into bombs and pain, I guess. <laughs> God love him. Nobody else will, but he's our guy. Nelson, have you seen National Treasure? I've seen both of them. The National Treasures are good movies. I like history. I like uh, some of that stuff. So, What about, speaking of Nick Cage, Face Off? I don't no. want to take his face, face off. Face Off's a good one. That goes on the what list. No. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah. You're doing exactly what you told can't me not shame to him. Can't, can't shame him. Can't shame him. It's the only way this works. And then Nelson, face this one. Off. Is it a silent movie? <laughs> Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Took a little more of a build-up than I thought. Starring uh, Charlie Chaplin. Have you seen the Steven Spielberg classic, Jaws? No. We're going to need a bigger boat. Don't shame him. We're going to need a anything. bigger boat. I'm not saying anything. I'm writing it down. The, ja the Jaws age well. Oh my God! Yes, you don't think people are like. I I love the movie. I'm just thinking out loud. I'm thinking of like, well, doesn't doesn't every well not now because they finally got those idiot college kids off the beach. But isn't there a story every summer or every spring break of someone getting a leg lopped off by a shark? I mean, look, we have a my family owns a condo in Fort Myers Beach. It's an island in the, um, you know, in the Gulf. There's always shark stuff going on. Shark signs. So I think Jaws age as well. Sharknado. Have you seen Sharknado? One, one, I have seen parts seen, of that. What about two or three? Is there a fourth? I know, there's like nine of them. I think there's boobs in them. Yeah, one, of, one of the good tweets that came in, Mike says, uh, a Bronx Tale. Yep. Like I said, I I love mobster movies, but I love the Mickey Mantle, uh, the quote that they have about Mickey Mantle in that movie, and it always makes me think of my hatred for Ryan Brown. Hey. Hey, Scott. Have you Go ever ahead, seen, caller. Have you seen Debbie Does Dallas yet? Yeah, I, I saw it when I was younger. Yeah? Hey, guys. I got a couple for you, Nelson. Scott, who choked Lucy Loveless? Oh, jeez. I heard it was Ivan Lewis. <laughs> the the good answer. The Strangler. Scott. What about Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yes. You seen it? Okay, how about um, the Wrath of Khan? God! Oh, he, too. We, we had that one. He has not seen it. I have it on the list. That'll That's definitely a really be good movie. Oh, Scott, amazing. what do you like more, the Wrath of Khan or the Search for Spock? Wrath of Khan. God. Scott, what's better, Star Wars or Star Trek? I think they both stink. Uh, Nelson thinks they both stink, Scott, but he's never seen a single no, one. No, 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 no. The original cast, like Star Trek Two, and like that is fine. I, I like the new stuff. The new Star, Star the new Star Wars, Scott, is a a stain on American society. Oh, jeez! I love Star Wars. A stain on American Evo society. He a stain on American society, and Joe gave it like an eight and a half out of ten. I love Evo. Star Wars, Scott, but the new ones I did. stink. Man. Did I did I hear they're coming out with another 
another like a sequel edition to that? No, they're going a way prequel, five hundred years before the the first Star Wars. Scott, you were, tell, you were telling me about me, that. They lost me in Last Jedi. That ruined it. Rose oh, yeah. is terrible. The movie's oh, uh, terrible. It, you, once you, Disney you, bought Star Wars, it went to sh- it went to crap. Scott, the only thing true. that was good is the Mandalorian. That's true. Uh, you see Vacation. Oh, good one. Uh, parts of it. Haven't seen oh, it come on. Hey, Scott, Scott can't, no, you can't there's shame no shaming. Him. He's going to be a willing participant. We have to oh, accept Oh, I got to give Nelson a hard time. All right, I got like one for you. Tidies, Scott. Let's be real here. I got one for you. Dr. Detroit. <laughs> I've never even heard of it. I don't think that's going to make the final cut, Scott. Yeah, I don't think that's going to make it. I love Dan no, no, Aykroyd. Who doesn't love a little Dr. Detroit? No, I had to, I had to throw that one in. Yeah, just to see it's... what it does, right? Have a good day, guys. See you, Scotty. Bye-bye. Thank you, Scott. Thanks, Scott. That's for you, Nelson. Get a little... Con! Con! <laughs> Where's Charlie? we got to talk uh, to him about Star Trek. All right, 608-321-1670. We were asking before the break um, if marble racing is now the new big thing since there's no sports to watch. They're putting all these obscure things on. Come up with a new event that we could embrace here. We'll put it on our Twitch. We'll relaunch the YouTube channel. We'll fire up the Periscope, the TikTok, you name it. We'll go. Uh, we don't have us. those, by the way. We don't we'll, have TikTok or we'll, Periscope. We'll, we'll get them going. Joe can get them going if he wants to Fine. TikTok I got time. I'll get them going. Don't be so negative. That I'm just saying running. I don't want people to go there and look for us and they can't find it. I just said if we get this pulled off. You're spending too much time with Nelson and that negativity. No, I'm I just saying if, don't, don't look for it. We don't have if it. If we get this set up, name an, an, an idea. Like, I'd like to see you do a TikTok. You just um, name it. Name a, uh, I thought like different. See, I love the competitive eating, right? We do the hot dog thing. When we used to do our pregames downtown, we'd, we'd have always these games like how quickly could I eat a brat during a, a, a commercial break? Like I would love some more types of competitive eating. I think it's funny. I mean, you could be by yourself, you know, in a timer. Like how fast can you crush, you know, a pizza? How fast can you crush whatever? I mean, what's good quarantine food? Ramen noodles? Probably everybody's stocked up on dried pasta. Yep. How quick could you eat a bowl of ramen noodles? Now, do you want to do competitive eating, though, in a time when you're supposed to stay at home <laughs> and no restaurants are open? And, like, going to the grocery store is, like, kind of strange. Do you want to really burn yeah. through your supply doing competitive eating? It's a fair point. Maybe you that's know. why. How about competitive jacks? Like, we're doing marbles. Why not jacks? Jacks? Okay. Like, yeah, I played jacks as a kid. Yeah, same. It's pretty boring. Dominoes? Want to throw some bones? I would. I, no, okay. Okay. I can see that. I don't mind. Jacks? Uh, dominoes? Okay. 608-321-1670. Tony, welcome to the Joe and Ebo Show. Tony? Hey, t- two quick ideas. Hey, what up, Tony? Hey, you know anybody that's got one of those old electronic football games that vibrates? Oh, my God. Those yeah. things are classics. Pivot. You put the little guys on them and they go. You yeah, guys the old football like game, man. Yeah, you can call it redo some classic games so the Rose Bowl has the right ending this year. Yeah, that'd be pretty badass. <laughs> the only thing, in Central Illinois, when we bought those, one of the teams was always the Bears. Oh, really? So you you had to make like the kid that was coming over the Bears. You didn't want to be the Bears. Right. So you took any other team and made them the Bears. So yeah, you give it to the kid that sucks. You give it to the kid yeah, that no one so. liked. they got to be the Bears. And have either one of you ever seen Sandlot Slugger, the game? I have not. Tell me more. Okay, you have to look it up. It's a mechanical device. It's a guy holding a bat. You put a ping pong ball in front of him, he would hit it. Oh, my Your God, I remember this. Out. Yeah, your friend would go out and play on his knees, you know, like 
you dial up if you wanted a home run or a single. And if he caught it, you were out. If it fell in, you guys could hold a home run derby with Yeah, that. that's an old school game. Tony, yeah. I'm thinking this. Yeah. Oh, man, now, home with, run derby, with amazing. With social distancing, you got to be away from each other, right? What if we bring this yeah. back and do competitive lawn darts? <laughs> the metal ones, the me- too. Yeah, the, the real old school ones. The real ones. ones. We need a little danger in it. Yeah, you could hire one of the dumber kids in the neighborhood to catch him for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Thanks, Tony. Tony. Hey, you go out there and catch it. I'll throw it to you. We used to take lawn darts and we'd throw them over the house. So we'd have the rings on each side of the house That's and we'd throw great. them over the house. Not dangerous Looking back at all. on it, we probably shouldn't have been I think doing we that. could easily trade that in for uh, beer darts. Beer you darts? Ever played that? OB said competitive. What about competitive um, beer pong? Yeah, a couple of people suggest. I mean, I, it seems too obvious, but sometimes the. I mean,. I'd probably be down with beer pong. Uh, the home run derby is great because uh, what kid, I mean, like we had this weird, like slanted, like roof. So my buddies would always be like, if you could clear, you yeah. know, the, the top peak, that's a home run. If you hit the left wall, it's like a triple, you know, if you hit the smack front of it, it's a double. Like we would always play home run derby in my backyard because my child at home had a weird facing back, back roof. So I could see some type of home run derby. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you could do all this that stuff. That could easily be done on a self-quarantine. You could do some, you could do beer pong, though, with a friend. I think beer pong's over, got some potential. over, like, FaceTime or something, because yeah. you could, you know, there'd be some ways to figure it out. I think you could make beer pong I want to bring back lawn darts. I still, have a, I still have a lawn dart set back home at my parents' house. I should go get that. That'd be yeah, sick. I just don't know about the metal, but. No, it's got to be metal. You need a little danger in your sport. <laughs> Bob, welcome to the Joe and Ebo Show. Good morning, gentlemen. Bob, doing, what's Bobby? up, dog? I got a couple of quick things that I want to run by you. Listening. Number one, I'm devastated that I didn't get to call in and do Roadhouse because it's my favorite movie of all time, and I've seen it a dozen times. I could do the weird, like, baseball, you know, lines out of the movie backwards and forwards in my head. Hey, Bob, Bob, Bob you got a skinny little punk named Dalton that works here? <laughs> he didn't even know the name. He didn't even, he didn't even know Dalton. That is shameless. The, the double. Calling the me double. sir is like putting an outhouse in an elevator. I mean, what better lines come from a movie? Bob, did you not want to be that cool, level-headed bouncer, you know, when you got in your 20s and, like, roadhouse or roundhouse kick people in the face? Wouldn't that be awesome? No, but I would like to do a blonde chick on a rooftop. That's, <laughs> that's, that is a winner, winner chicken dinner. <laughs> Yeah, that's another one of those like hot '80s chicks. Like, yeah, what happened to her? Like, you know, Patrick Swayze went on to make a hundred movies. That chick just like you know vanished into obscurity. I would let her staple anything on my body. Just (laughs) FYI. What else? What else you got, Bob? (laughs) Okay, so now I'm like step two of my call is I'm at the age now where I actually have extra cash. And all your gambling talk has kind of got me in the mood to try to put my feet into this thing. And I'm thinking since sports are super slow, mm-hmm. maybe you guys could run a little, like, for us beginner better guys, like places to go to gamble, like how to get started, oh, and good. like, you know, trends are your friends. I mean, I get that. I like it. But like maybe a little segment to help us move forward because when the seasons do kick, I kind of like to start putting some pets on some teams, but I want to do it. If I want to throw cash out the window, I'll just go to Vegas and sit at a table. Yeah. Bob, here's what I'm going to do for you. Hey, Bob, Thanks Bob, for the call. Wait, was oh, that, go ahead. Were you finished? Was that, okay, did you wait, have any wait. more? I got one more thing for you before you, yeah. you cut me off. I promise it'll be quick. Oh, go no, ahead. You're, good. So, you're good, Bob. My company is willing to sponsor 
a remote for you guys <laughs> at the Silver Eagle <gasps> as long as you co-host it with Charlie and Scott. Because I want proof, oh. a picture in the middle of those two, that they're two separate individuals and they're <laughs> actually alive and breathing. Bob, I can promise you that they are definitely – I've met them both. And the first time I ever met Scott was at a bar, and he made me buy him a Diet Pepsi. And then the se- the first time I met Charlie, Charlie came here to work, and he was like hammered, annihilated, drunk, screaming about the Fonz, and everyone in the office was like, "Who in the hell is this guy?" And, drunk and then he asked at like, for me yeah, at ten fifteen in the morning, and he brought us his his photo album. So I can attest they are both real. But Bob, as soon as the quarantine is lifted, that's a deal. You got yeah. it. I will sponsor that and put my company's name on it. And my accountant listens to the radio station, so I imagine I will get a text or an email in the next five minutes saying there's no way you can write that off as a company expense. Just <laughs> hey, FYI. Well, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out a way we'll to, up, to make Thanks, you whole. Man. Thank you for the call. And here's what I'm going to do, Bob. That's funny. Uh, at 8.50 most days, I'll start doing some research today. I will start throwing out some gambling advice where the daily action zone slot is. So once sports gets going again... You can have it. I don't know if it'll be future bets. I don't know if it'll be, you know, gambling 101. Trends are your friends. But, yes, Bob, at the 850 Daily Action Zone, I'll start working in some gambling advice. And that is 100% a deal that once the bars are open up again, hell, I will go pick them both up because I guarantee ain't neither one of them driving. I'll go pick both their we asses for a up. Sure, for a fact, Charlie won't be. I will pick up Scott and I will pick up Charlie. Bob and I will drive them to the Silver My, Eagle. And Bob, to really drive home the point that Scott is real, I he won journey tickets one time, and I went to go say hi to him. He wanted to take a picture. He's like, Ebo, you want to take a picture? I'm like, sure. He pulled out his phone and he just took a picture of me. Like Scott, don't you want to be in the picture with me? Oh, oh yeah. Scott's real and he's the man. Charlie's real and he's the man. I've seen them both. I can. I've, I can back I've it hung up. out with them both. But that's a deal, Bob. That would be one hell of a remote. And hey, Silver Eagle, great bar. E.T. phone home. You seen E.T.? I have seen E.T. Good. Wow. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, you went over that. That's right. You the, saw biggest, the, first... the biggest shock of the day is that at, what, 6.10 this morning when we started asking Nelly these questions. And I asked him, do you know who Charlton Heston is? Or was, I should say. <laughs> and he said, no. And I said, Nelson, have you seen Planet of the Apes? And you said... Yes. Yeah, that blew my mind that he's seen the old school Planet of the Apes. Damn you! You blew it up! Uh, You maniacs! From our friend Pac Fan Ryan, the 310 to Yuma. That's a good movie. And Young Guns. I've not seen that. I actually DVR'd that movie because I wanted to watch it. I just haven't gotten to it. Well, hang on because it's going to be in the bracket, Nelson. You could win, and then you'll, you know, you'd win a date with Young Guns. (laughs) All right. uh, Or Julie Michaels. (laughs) Or <laughs> Julie Michaels from Roadhouse, 608-321-1670. Uh, also asking, that apparently, marbles is the new uh, trending thing. Um, you know, ESPN, the Ocho, put it on. Apparently, it's like getting how many millions of followers on U- its YouTube channel now. So we said, dude, we're all smart guys. We got the smartest listeners. Hell, just ask Scott in his second phone call. I'm Charlie. Um, what would be a contest, you know, a non-sports but a sporting-ish contest that we could fill the void with while we don't have sports so people have suggested more competitive eating beer pong uh dominoes like give me an an idea 
I don't know if you can get if I can get behind the competitive eating, especially when you're not supposed to like leave when your house out, and yeah. there's no restaurants open. And people are hoarding food. Do you really want to blow through your supply by <laughs> trying but, to get YouTube? But what a great way of showing that we're overdoing this and people just need to relax by like me eating forty bowls of ramen noodles or something. God, the sodium. You'd have a heart attack on the spot. Uh, the other thing we're doing, so keep those coming in. The other thing we're doing is what was the what was your first thought? When you saw the Packers signed wide receiver Devin Funchess yesterday, yeah, I I had no idea he was as young as he was. I thought he was an old dude, like same in NFL years old. Like I thought he was like thirty plus. Turns out he's twenty five. And then one person on um, our uh, Facebook account at Zone Madison, they don't even know who the guy is because listen, <laughs> listen, Devin Funchess, oh, listen, Devin Funchess went long time on the Panthers, went to the Colts last year, he got injured. He only played one game. This guy on our Facebook account says he led the league in drops last year. Thought we already oh. had a guy who couldn't catch. This is how much no one even knows about Devin Funches. You can't lead the league in drops when you've only played one game out of 16. Right? <laughs> well, I mean, you, you could. You, you, you'd have to have an extraordinarily high amount of drops in that one game. How would you even get that many possessions in a game to get someone that many <laughs> attempts? So, <laughs> well, uh, a couple of people thought, who was this guy? Last time I heard, he played for the Lions. He never played for the Lions. But doesn't that kind of, but these are great because this, I mean, neither of those are accurate, but I think that's the point. <laughs> exactly. That's why I bring it up. Because nobody really knew, I mean, like we had our buddy Jocko on who, you know, like you and I is in the sports business. He's like, yeah, I've heard of him. I know he's a player, but he's like, I didn't know what team he was on. I will fully admit, I thought he was still on the Carolina Panthers. I was. I thought the NFL.com graphic was wrong. I said, "Look at these morons! They put up like you know T. Y. Hilton instead of uh, you know Devin Funches because they got a picture of a guy in a Colts uniform going to the Packers. Turns out Devin Funches was on the Colts last year. I had no idea. Yeah, he, he was just on injured the Colts. and played one game. Like we, a lot of people are now like breaking down. Like Reese Draft says he's a former top recruit at Michigan. Originally played tight end, moved to wide receiver late in his career, lost some weight." Yeah, but what was your first thought? Right. My first thought was, this guy's not 30 years old? Okay. I thought he was. 25. Nelly, what was your first thought? Well, mine was, I didn't even know he was a free agent. That's how far down the lists he was. Yeah. I actually don't mind the move, especially if it's not expensive. And when you break it down and look at it, he's now the Packers' second best wide receiver. I agree. He... He had 21 touchdowns, including a career-high eight in 2017. And then in 2017, he posted 63 catches and 840 yards. We would kill for something like that on the Green Bay Packers. Well, that's a funny thing because this this whole thing's like a paradox, right? Because we're like all making fun of it or Packer fans are like, I don't even know who this guy is, yet his numbers justify him being the second-best wide receiver on Green Bay. So do you look at that as, well, Packers got a deal here. They don't have to pay a lot of money. The guy was hurt last year. He's still a good player. He's younger than I thought. Or do you say, really? This guy? Aren't we just doing the same? Aren't we going to be doing the same thing this year that we've done the last two years? Who's the Packers' number two wide receiver? So do you look at this as the Packers got a gift and made a hell of a deal? Or do you look at this as, why didn't you go out and get, like, Emmanuel Sanders or Robbie Anderson or A.J. Green or Amari Cooper? Why didn't you all go out and get a legitimate Number two, why Why is your number two going to be a guy that hasn't played in almost two years? I think there's a lot of upside to him. I mean, this is a guy, when Cam Newton was having fun and healthy, him and Funchess had a pretty good rapport, I guess, and 2017 was their best year. So well, I like that he can be he can be used on, as an outside receiver and they can put him in the slot. 
Because I, I know like, Carolina's there's a lot of upside. played him at both. There's upside. And, I mean, he is a big receiver. He's, what, 6'4", 6'5". He's got a big vertical. He can at least go up and get a football. He's, he's probably not going to run by anyone. Like, we've seen Devontae Adams, you know, what was the big popular play against the, uh, the 49ers late in that NFC Championship game. Devontae Adams just runs right by right. Richard Sherman. He's not going to do that with anyone. He's basically a big possession receiver yeah. that's going to go up, box a guy out, make a make a grab, like or it. he's going to be used in the slot to basically run what like a, a crossing routes. So, and has the financials come out yet? I got to imagine it's pretty cheap. Yeah, I couldn't imagine he's getting paid more than I would I say mean, one to two million. Yeah, it's got to be somewhere in that. So, range. The, I mean, I'm I'm excited about a lot of upside. And here on Twitch, Nota says you guys can also get a good uh, fantasy football name out of it: bunches of funches. Yeah, I mean, Funches has. I mean, we, there, there could, there's a good hashtag in there somewhere, and we're we're all about clever sl- slogans and sayings. So like, there, there's you, definitely something there. What would you guys think if the Packers obviously go into the season with a receiving core that is Devontae Adams? Say they use a first or second round pick on a top receiver, Funches and Alan Lazar. Now I'm, all of a sudden I'm you have four receivers. Well, now, now well, I was just gonna say, you know what you have. You have four receivers. You know what they had at the end of last season? All receivers. One guy and maybe a half in Alan Lazard. And two guys that had no business being on the field. And then your tight end position is minus Jimmy Graham, so you obviously upgraded. Okay, but did you guys know Jake Coomer went to Whitewater? <laughs> That's an automatic start. Get out of here. <laughs> all right, we'll update Jake Coomer, Geronimo Allison. Who? MVS. They're all going to be competing for, like, the last roster spot. They all could be cut. That smoke wagon, that's Sorry, on the list. Wagon. You, you. Uh, Tombstone made the list. Uh, also wondering today, uh, your first reaction when you heard that the Packers had signed Devin Funches. I mean, I, I will admit this too. I did know he was on Carolina, but I always, you know, f- football more than any other sport because what's the great NBA players are, what, one and done, yeah. right? Baseball players, I don't even know half the teams that are college baseball versus minor leagues. Football is the one sport you associate with their college career, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first, I'll tell you one of the first things I thought of Devin Funches was like, oh, that was that wide receiver from Michigan like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you you associate, like, you think of great college football players, you think of, oh, they played here, mm-hmm. right? The NBA, not so much. Major League Baseball, not so much. Like, good or bad, the NFL has done a, a good job, if that's what you want to look at it, of associating players in the pros exactly. with their college careers. I think it's because you get more, you know, they have to stay there for so long. Right. So you get more memories of them. Do you have any memories of Devin Funches playing for Michigan? I mean, I do remember him. I mean, yeah, that's he's a it. good player. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. You wore number Okay, if you wear number one as a receiver at Michigan, yeah, you, you were be a good ass. college player. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm excited for the move. It's a lot of upside. I just hope the guy can stay healthy. Uh, Funchess is a big wide receiver. He's almost six six three and a half. Did did run a four seven at his uh, comment. Now we're talking five years ago, but again, um, he's only twenty five. So I just I can't get over the fact the guy's twenty five. I thought he was so much older. So in twenty fifteen, when he came into the league, he had thirty one receptions, four hundred and seventy three yard, yards, and five touchdowns. His sophomore year, uh, 23 receptions, 371 yards, four touches. A little bit of sophomore slump. 2017 is the year. 111 targets for 63 receptions, 840 yards, and eight tutties. That was in, like I said, 2017. And then in 2018, he had f- uh, 44 catches, 549 yards, and four tutties. And then last year, when he was uh, went to the Colts, he broke his collarbone after... 
I think during that game. So we yeah. played one game. When you're looking at those stats, those two years that you're talking about, those are the two seasons where he got a lot of snaps, he got a lot of run, he stayed healthy. He averaged what you just said there, what, that's probably about 700 yards, six touchdowns a year? Yeah. That's a pretty solid receiver, especially if he's going to be your two or three. And you get him on the cheap Lodo money like they're getting him? I got to imagine it's going to be a yeah, pretty I, I very can't be more yeah, than two million bucks. With, the year before, he signed with the Colts, which was a one year, $10 million deal with seven guaranteed. So he's, this is kind of a make it, make it, uh, prove it. Uh, yes, yeah, a prove deal it. For yeah, him. prove it deal. For well, sure. the other thing you were talking about, if you want to jump in, 608 321 1670. The other thing would be, you know, when he had that year. What was Cam Newton? He was the MVP. He was yep. the best quarterback in football. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in football, but I think Aaron Rodgers is better than Kyle Allen and what Cam Newton was last year and, you know, whoever, Jacoby Brissett. So I would think that if you give this guy an elite quarterback, I still think Rodgers is elite, that he's going to flourish, right? I mean, the guy played with nothing the last two years. True. Um, and just think if you get Jameis Winston and plug him as day one starter, dude, you could have Winston to Funchess. How about that? Are we still out? Are we off the, the uh, Jameis Winston? To- no, I'm still all in on Jameis. Yeah, I, mean- I think it could be quite impressive, you know, Jameis to uh, Funchess week one of preseason. That'd be nice. <laughs> no, Nelly, week one of the regular season. Hey, he, I heard on a who Adam Schefter said it yesterday. He unsolicited uh, said on a national uh, serial shows listening on their way home. He said, name three three landing spots for the guys still out there. He said, I'll tell you one that makes a lot of sense would be Jameis Winston to go sit behind Aaron Rodgers for two years in Green Bay and just sit and learn for a couple of years. Please. That's Shefty. That's the king of the blue yeah, checkmark brigade. The money's got to be right. I just, I don't get well, why yes, if you're Jameis Winston, why you would take a deal that, say, two years for $10 million. Man. When you think about it, Jameis Winston is a top 20 quarterback in the NFL. Jameis Winston should be getting paid by somebody. There's probably at least 10 to 12 teams that should be looking to pay Jameis Winston, Dude. and he's going to be making at least $25 million speaking a of, year on the market. Speaking of quarterbacks, I saw a report that it, they said it made sense for Cam Newton and the that. Patriots. Could you imagine Cam oh. Newton coming to the podium wearing his Belichick scarves, would lose his, mind. his knickers, and his, like <laughs> – and his high-heeled shoes, and what Bill Belichick would do that for never week happened. <laughs> Belichick signs him on the cheap, moves him to tight end. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he wanted to do with Tebow. Uh, yeah, there's no way Cam Newton would make it in, in that environment or with grumpy old man Belichick. Belichick all of a sudden starts dressing like Cam Newton if it happens because <laughs> he's a new inspired man. Now, now that'd if be that funny. happens, we've officially <laughs> are in the end of the world. That's the end of the world. <laughs> it's way past Apocalypse. COVID-19. Bill, Belichick looks like a crazy cat lady at a farmer's market. That Apocalypse. <laughs> That's pretty funny. No, I, I think if you're – well, I mean, going back to what we were talking about yesterday, but, I mean, if you're one of these guys, you're not going to be a starter – I guess you could get the quick money grab. Yeah, Jameis Winston could probably get more money to go to, say, Denver or Jacksonville because they have a dodgy starter, and he could he could do the Ryan Tannehill mode, right, and play his way back to being a starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you could just be no pressure off, go back up a legend like a Drew Brees or an Aaron Rodgers, wait a couple of years, and then get your shot or get out there and, and, and get traded for something. I mean, if you're young, I mean, it's, but that's what we are. We're an at-one society. Nobody, I agree, Nelson, he's not going to wait around. If he was smart, I would wait two years, but dude will want to well, get paid right away. So I don't think a guy like Jameis Winston or Cam Newton would come to Green I, Bay. No, if they're smart, they would, but in, I don't think they will. In professional sports, what, what are you always told, especially in the NFL? Your career is 
Yeah. You get paid when you can. Short. Yeah. yeah. You get the, get your money. You Except get quarterback, your money. though. And then if you're fortunate to fortunate to stick around for multiple contracts, then maybe after two or three, you look for your ring. Right. Quarterbacks you a little chasing. different. Just I mean, Brian Hoyer just got signed for what? And he's 41. Like, I would say every position, not named kicker or quarterback. I would just say. For Jameis Winston, if there's 10 teams that can offer you money that's 20 plus million a year, obviously he's younger, but you yeah, want that. You want to cash in on that money. You're not going to sit for two years. Yeah, no, and you're think, probably well, right. Well, if I sit behind Aaron Rodgers and take Jameis two years not for sit 10 million dollars, and I don't think Jameis Winston improve. should. Jameis Winston shouldn't sit behind anybody. Yeah, I I should improve. I'm going to take two years off and improve. But there's no starting he thinks, jobs out there. He's an alpha there. male. He's going to go get twenty plus million. Yeah, he can do the route where he's going to have to take a little less, be a backup somewhere, and then he'll probably be the starter by week yeah. four. You got to go to a bear type situation where you know I know they have Nick Foles. Find a a team that's got a weak starter and think you can beat them out, like Jacksonville, Denver, you know, the L.A. Chargers, teams that that don't have very like, sound footing starters. Why would Why would Washington? I know they just traded for Kyle Allen, so now they got Kyle Allen and they got uh, Haskins, Haskins both bums. Why would they not go? <laughs> and, why would they not go and try and sign a Jameis Winston, I, dude, a, a guy that's a clear starter? I'm going to tell, tell you exactly why the Washington Redskins will suck till the end of time unless they make this one move: get rid of Dan Snyder. Yeah. If you get rid of that, now there's a bum. If you get rid of that bum, then the Redskins will all of a sudden start. You can, I bet you they'll start trending up. He. It starts from the top. He is the biggest pile of turd there is. You know in Jurassic Park? I know Nelly hasn't seen this on the list. You know Jurassic Park when they see that giant mound of crap? Yeah. That's Dan Snyder. Well, think about what their strategy <laughs> one is pile here. Of crap. <laughs> they they drafted Dwayne Haskins last year, obviously, first-round pick. They think he's dyslexic now. I just would love it if they and drafted Tua at second. Just throw chaos in the world. for Kyle Allen, who was, what, a second-round pick a couple years ago? So now they have two quarterbacks that have less than three years' experience between the, the two, and they're talking about passing on Chase Young, a guy that they could desperately use on their defensive line, for potentially drafting another quarterback? <laughs> it, it like, is, that's the dumbest thing ever. Uh, it would be incredible if Pick they drafted one. Tua at second. Uh, by the way, a quick question, a, a point of clarification on the movies uh, from somebody uh, asked me on, on Action Zone Radio. Um, with the, you said about the black and white. Now, most black and white movies have been colorized because, to me, the great, the greatest black and white of how they vi- they edited it at the time would be Psycho. Oh, so does Psycho uh, Nelson? Have you seen Psycho? And not the Vince Vaughn one. Yeah, not the crappy. No, Vince I haven't Vaughn, seen Psycho, but Janine I think I Garofalo saw someone else remake. put on their American Psycho. I've actually been scrolling through Netflix and considered oh, dude, yeah. that a few times. American Psycho is crazy. Also great. Make sure you got good business cards. But you have not seen the Anthony Perkins, Janet Lee, Alfred Hitchcock, 1960 psycho. No. Okay. Good one. Alfred Hitchcock makes some damn good flicks, dude.